and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. We do four each week. This is number four this week. So mm-hmm. by my count, it's our last one this week. Thank you. Hello. And I'm positive this will be the best one of the week. I'm, I'm really, really thinking that's going to happen. It's, <laughs> it's getting better, getting stronger, getting right. better every day. Mama yeah. Cast, great song. Nice. Great song. Heard in an episode of Lost. Okay. Correct. That's the only, that's the only trivia I, I know. Speaking of trivia. I know you're going to hate me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's important to investigate what happened on January 6th. The country was uh, almost overthrown. The, the government was almost. I understand. But I think there needs to be an investigation of jeopardy. I'm sorry. Every <laughs> fucking night, I'm ready to kill someone because they are inconsistent. Just making shit up. You know, one of the one of the answers was, you know, this this woman has won 22 grand slams in tennis and may win the 23rd which would give her the record and of course so of course it is you know who is serena williams all right so i'm thinking wait a minute uh the person says who is serena williams and i go okay well that's correct except here's the problem they accept last name only answers so if she would have just said Williams, they would have accepted it. But you can't know that she didn't mean Venus Williams. Right. Right. You wouldn't have known that, but they would have accepted it. And also, if she would have just said Serena, would they have said no? Because they always accept only last name answers. But the first name, it could have been Serena uh, uh, Horowitz. <laughs> from uh, Long Island. She might not have meant Serena Williams. So they, they've got to get their shit together on what <laughs> counts and what Brad, doesn't. Stop it. It's got to stop. Brad, in the words of David Letterman, try breaking the pills in half. Okay. You would you you just I think I think you need to take just a little break from Jeopardy. I think perhaps maybe a month, <laughs> six weeks, a little time apart. Revisit sometime in August where the relationship it's can just- run a new <laughs> It's just getting to me. It's, it's, it's getting to me. <laughs> I think you've reached, I think you've officially become a senior citizen when you're there. No, you, no, you're it's, called, Brit, it's called peak jeopardy. I've reached peak jeopardy. <laughs> it's so great. The generation that was Woodstock and sexual freedom and sit-ins at the college president's office has turned into the people that yell at jeopardy. I, I do love that. <laughs> the summer of love, indeed. Oh, oh look, Kevin McCarthy's been subpoenaed. How nice! There it is. There's there the uh, there's the story. He, he's among many, there but yeah, go. he's the main guy as well. The the biggest fish that they got. Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy and other lawmakers allied allied with Trump's uh, subpoenaed with the Capitol riot probe. So we'll see how that goes and how they'll try to ignore those subpoenas and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Uh, we also have Jim Jordan, uh, Mo, not Mel Brooks of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Andy Biggs, who should be locked up in a loony bin, Arizona, and Scott Perry, who is completely in on it. Those those four. Um, Marjorie doesn't make that. Marjorie doesn't make the cut. Well, no. She, you know what? She wasn't even in Congress. No. 
but like she'd only been in there for what three days so she she really didn't have time i don't think to to be a fit but you don't know i don't know i don't know uh i i do have uh a a pre hearings uh taunt excuse that will come from the uh fox news republican party um uh industrial syndrome uh, it'll be why why are you holding hearings about the election in 2020 why aren't you people over that why are you wasting our time on that when inflation is running yeah. rampant across the country what do you That's think right. you like I, that one I, we can do like 20 minutes of obnoxious fox yeah. taunts while while families are looking for formula to feed their babies joe biden continues to yeah. go after this bullshit yeah. i mean that's, oh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that fox absolutely Pl- yes please be specific about exactly. what aboutisms. it's very important i gave <laughs> yes. a i gave a broad one i just said inflation exactly but, uh, you very wisely um moved it into specifics that's good when joe biden like, isn't okay. trying to kill babies he's trying to starve them and now the, the, he's trying to cover up his tracks with this stuff yeah I mean, you can you can do all of that stuff my god Again, if you protest in front of a Supreme Court justice's house, that's terrorism. But if you try to kill Mike Pence on January the 6th of 2021 and you swing at a police officer with a flag, that's, that's legitimate that's, political that's, discourse. You know it. You that's exactly know it. what on. it is. Stop it. You are such a hypocrite. Grow up. G-R-O-W up. How's that? How's that investigation into the leaker of the Supreme Court uh, decision? Is I mean, have we have we dragged somebody through there? You know have we perp walked somebody? You know what? Why are we investigating legitimate political discourse on January sixth? Yeah. That was a tourist visit that yeah. was infiltrated by Black Lives Matter people to make Trump look bad. Why are we investigating that when somebody leaked Alito's decision? in progress what you're you're right there's a good one i like that this that's is, that's good Th- this is my current there are thought no about, bad answers here yeah this, this is my current thought about the alito opinion which uh goes back and it looks at sir matthew hale right from the 17th century and cites him as some sort of expert on abortion and why we need to not let women get abortions uh, Wait, that's that's not the uh, i have no greater life to give than my own for that's nathaniel hale, right that's nathaniel hale that's yeah it's a little bit later on Sorry. Uh, so and Alan Hale Jr. was, of course, Gilly, the, skipper, was the captain skipper. Yeah, he was the skipper. I mean, yeah. so uh, what they what they they stride this line conservatives do between the very latest technology, which allows you to hear a, hut, a heartbeat right after the guy comes. Right there, there's a heartbeat in that woman like three seconds after the guy blows the load. But they also want to have 500-year-old bullshit to mix in. So they kind of struggle the line between the very latest in scientific and medical technology and also, you know, 17th century bullshit. They love to just kind of grab at those two things and try to weave them together into something, right? Well, you know, actually, as you say that, I'm thinking about it, it kind of makes sense in the way they're, they, they frame this in that, if by definition you're against all kinds of different progress in social areas, uh, politically, uh, the way rights have evolved, that's progress. I mean, the founding fathers, if you could wake them up and say, you know, since you wrote that, things have changed and now women can vote. Blacks were freed from slavery. 
uh, 80 years after the country was founded, this guy Abe Lincoln came along. They didn't even know about Lincoln, right? They never heard of him. No, I don't know. Uh, and, and there was a civil war. You know, I, you know what? I think they'd be totally cool with that, right? But not today's Republican Party. <laughs> They're not cool with that at all. They're, no. Do you they, think that they, the, the do you think that if the founding fathers this is another this kind of philosophical question if the founding fathers were alive today and they they knew very well what they were doing when they decided to go ahead and say all right we're going to allow slavery that's going to happen if they could see the remnants and the results of that all these centuries later do you think they would go you know we probably shouldn't have done that I don't think that was the best idea I think if we could go back in time we would have probably just abolished slavery right at the beginning no I well you know. Those those were compromises to yeah. create a country. They were horrible compromises. Right. They were inhuman compromises. They're incomprehensible compromises to us, but they were compromises. And under the assumption that these really were very, very smart people, I, again, reiterate that they knew they were fallible, that they were not perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's why they put the phrase in there, a more perfect union. They didn't say it was already perfect, but selectively guys like Alito want to go back, not even to that time, but you're right to the uh, 17th century yeah, and cherry pick views of abortion. I love that word, the quickening. Yeah. yeah. Was, that a, was there ever a movie? With that title, I think so, and it's a it's a biblical remember. term. It's a, it's a biblical what term too. A, I know, but what? what okay, um, but to to do that is just you know to to deny progress. I'm not talking about progress in the last oh seventy five years in medicine post World War II. Yeah. I'm talking about they're they're willing to deny any progress post seventeen hundred. Okay, <laughs> it just kind of stopped there. They knew everything and. It's it's absurd. It's sick. It's horrible. And um, I don't know. I don't know. The, we're we're going to get this decision and, and we'll we'll see. Uh, you know what? Well, there is. I think there's one good thing about knowing ahead of time this is going to happen. It does. I hope maybe not. Maybe I'm completely wrong. It does take some of the steam, the pent up steam that would have uh, occurred uh, when the decision came down if if we didn't know anything like we know now uh-huh. that it's 99.9 percent likely that they're going to overturn there isn't going to be um a john roberts convinced justice who will uh, leave the uh, fab five that are going to take this uh in the direction that we don't want to take it and so maybe it's better that way that, that we do have some some premonition as to, to what's going to happen. I don't know. No, I, I it's the destruction of one of our beloved institutions. What are you talking about? This is the worst thing that's ever happened to have this issue. Yeah. That's yeah. what you would, I mean, that's what you would think. I mean, it's like, they, I, that, that blows my mind that that's the, the, the takeaway from this story is that we're so pissed about the leaker. Now, when we find out it's a conservative, yeah. it's not going to, it's not going to matter. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. If, if uh, you're willing to suspend your good judgment, not you, but the, you know, the collective view and think that the real problem with the way the Supreme Court has been operating, you know, for the last 20 years, probably, uh, is that we got a leaked memo from February about what's coming. ahead. If you think that's the problem and it isn't, number one, 
uh, many of the decisions that are coming out, and number two, the process by which the court um, has been stacked, and uh, you know the the court has been not expanded, but um, it's been uh, what what what's the word that the it's been packed. It's been packed. Okay, <laughs> that court packing is not just numerically the total number of judges. All right. Uh, court packing to me ha- has been uh, shadowing, uh, shaving around the edges to cheat, to get justices uh, put in place and deny justices a chance to serve when you've uh, destroyed the political system in the process, which is what Republicans have done. They've, they've done that. Two out of three Trump justices to me are absolutely not legitimate justices. Um, and the third one is questionable also. Well, it seems uh, fairly anti-democratic to have guys, uh, a guy appoint, you know, justices to the Supreme Court who is not the winner of a popular election. And I understand that we don't elect our presidents by popular vote. Well, maybe we could start there, but it seems fairly anti-democratic there. Just, just start with that. Just, just start well, with that, that. that. That's the, so- that, by the way, that's the softest criticism Yes, of what's that going is, on. That is. Because and, man, that's just that, that that's the you know, the system wasn't set up specifically to allow minority presidents to keep running justices through. Yeah. But this has been the result of it. it. It wasn't set up that way. It's it's uh um it's it's of their own doing. It's of their own doing and the secrecy and the you know what? Maybe we wouldn't even be in this position somehow, some way, if we'd have uh, televised Supreme Court hearings for the last 35 or 40 oh, years since C-SPAN, no. since C-SPAN came around, since that's, C-SPAN came around. That's so destructive, you know? so destructive to the institution. Yeah, I, right. And I was for a number of years, at least in my lifetime, at least the Supreme Court would fake it. They would fake that there's a, a nonpartisan thing. And we study these things and we don't care about political partisanship and we don't take into effect all that stuff. And we just look at the law, 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 law. And then every now and again, you get like a Bush v. Gore that kind of leaks through and goes, whoops. Oh, well, I guess I guess we fucked up there and showed who we truly are. And now it's not there's there's not even a fakery. There's not even any kind of a, a faking at all. It's just just naked. Like we're going to figure out a way. Even if we have to go back 500 years and cite some bullshit from some guy uh, about nonsense, we're going to be able to overturn Roe v. Wade because that's just what we want to do. We've been waiting 50 years. We had a giant hard-on, ironic, for, for Roe v. Wade, and we've got a decision, and it's not really the best way to go about it, but it's good enough. But we'll go ahead and do it. We'll go ahead and kill this thing off in, uh, in its... What is 50 years? And it's, you know, 497th trimester. We can kill off Roe v. Wade. Uh, that, that, there's not even, they're not even trying to fake it anymore. It doesn't look like. Wasn't it, now, wasn't Alito the one that was upset at Obama for calling him out for the Citizens United decision and shook his head? Wasn't he the one that was very, very upset about that? I don't know. He's a dick. I think at the, at the, at the state of the Union, Obama was like, oh, this Citizens United thing really sucks. And Alito's like, oh, no. And he just kind of shakes his head. Oh, oh black guy, why are you doing this? And the, the problem is, I guess, in a way, the Supreme Court is a, a representation of the dividing of the country in so many ways in that um, there are not going to be, apparently, any Anthony Kennedys ever 
again. There's never going to be a David Souter again. Souter was was nominated as a conservative, and uh, once he got on the court, he uh, figured out that he didn't have to be such an asshole conservative and, and started moving left. And Anthony Kennedy, kind of same thing. He moved to the middle when yeah. they thought that they had themselves a uh, full-fledged right winger, and Anthony Kennedy became the swing vote. And... Uh, there are no swing votes anymore. Not anymore. The closest thing to it is John Roberts, the chief justice, and he becomes less swingy because he's surrounded yeah. by this, uh, this, this quartet of heavily partisan Republicans. Now, now, I don't the, even want to put a word after the word Republican. They're just, they that's, are Republicans. That's the way what you just said is sold to the American people is, the way that all these debates are sold. Well, you got these people over here on the left, and you got these people on the right, and you got this guy in the middle, and that's how the Supreme Court's supposed to work. As if the people, the crazy asses on the right, are equivalent to Sotomayor and to you know to, to that crowd, to Kagan and those people. Like these nutsos over here are exactly the same as these people on the left, and it's not. They're not the same. They're they're radically right wing people, obviously, right? I. I think so. But, you know, we may be looking, you know, for, from the left side here because, well, you know, uh, uh, the argument would be made in the opposite direction, too. But I I don't think so. I don't think there is equivalence. This idea that there's always equivalence on everything is just not true. <laughs> that's, that's it hasn't been true. And I, I think and I hope that uh, next month when we do have these hearings that somehow, some way. They're not counteracted by things like, but Hunter Biden, what about that? And, 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 and I, I don't think so. I think this is overwhelming stuff. And you can see the timing here that on this day, near the end of the week, that they've now picked Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan's name out of the hat. Um, it really feels, and, and this is just you and me emoting here based on news that we've just heard, to me, this really sounds like they do have a plan. They know how to roll this out piece by piece, person by person. Because one of these times, maybe over the next few weeks, we could be sitting here on the air. And in addition to the notification of oh, fuck Dow Falls 400. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that it, it, it could be, you know, Trump. It could be Trump that they call and subpoena him. Uh, it seems like it's really leading to They're running out of people now, except for him. They're running out. Who's left? Who's left? So if, if that's true, gee, maybe Merrick Garland isn't as stupid and old and unable to process information as. as we, live we, in the, we live in a microwave world, and Merrick Garland is a, you know, he's a five star. Our chef, he's making a French meal. You're going to eat till midnight. I mean, and hopefully, we'll I, I'll be I'll be saying that two years from now. As long as he doesn't hire Mario Batali, I don't care. I don't Mar care that they let him off. <laughs> Mario Batali, the chef yeah. who was just acquitted on charges of sexual assault. Yeah, <laughs> the chef that wears Crocs. That's the guy. Uh, there's the uh, New York Times. Why the Justice Department is unlikely to investigate the Supreme Court leak? Here's the 
money shot. But it's, it is far from clear that the justices want agents of the executive branch grilling their clerks and relatives and going through the computers in their chambers and cell phones of their associates. As a matter of constitutional principle, they are the co-equal branch of government, and none can be sure whether the leaker, if identified, turns out to be a liberal or a conservative. See, uh, this, this just is too stupid to talk about now. I don't, I no, don't want us to spend five minutes on the fucking – it's nothing. I don't care. No, I but there's, it's central care. to, it's central to a, a, an argument that's being peddled to a group of Americans who, frankly, are, are dangerous I know. and may decide the next election. We have to stop coddling these people and telling them there's going to be an investigation. We will find the leaker. And then we will draw and quarter them in public. And you'll see it on the Sean Hannity show. I'm sorry. You forgot to use the famous phrase, get to the bottom of. Uh, <laughs> you can, that right? We have to stop. Again, we, we have to stop coddling these people. And, oh, we have to find the leak. We have to find the leak. We have to find. There, there, there's not a willingness within that group of people at the Supreme Court. Unless John Roberts, you know, he's supposed to be the guy. Unless he says, yep, I'm going to get, we're going to do whatever it takes to find out. What happened? It doesn't I don't matter. see a willingness to do that. I don't see that that's it the deal. It, do, it doesn't matter. And I, I hate talking about this. And all you have to do is answer this question. So what law did they break again? Exactly. <laughs> okay, next subject. Okay, here you go. Take a, take a pick here. Ready? This is, well, let's do this um, one. Let's do the, the other big news of the day, which is prosecutors are pursuing an inquiry into Trump's handling of the classified material this is the stuff that ended up in Mar-a-Lago. I, I swear this is true i swear this is true at the top of my sheet yeah there it is i titled this why did don take that shit with him <laughs> that was the title that's what i was gonna have so again so i'm not a i'm not a legal expert i never took one law class never spent a day in law school never took the lsat but if the shit ends up at your house what's your excuse <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you get around the idea that you took material that was classified, took well, I, it and I, put it in I've a place where the, it shouldn't have been? I've got the defense. Yeah, you know one one of those uh, pods, the things that you you fill it up in your driveway, yeah, and, and then they put it on a truck and deliver it to where it could have been an errant delivery of a pod full of papers from the White House that was supposed to go to the archives, the National yeah. Archives, and just ended up on I-95, straight yeah. down to Palm Beach County. These mistakes happen, Britt. Sure. They just do. And and I think that we really have to allow for, for errors to be made. Thank you. Well, Thank you I think much. the more realistic explanation is that AOC broke into his house and he, she put that stuff there to make him look bad. Or maybe Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden may have, on a Coke binge, gone into Donald Trump's house looking for Don Jr. to do a couple of bumps with, and he decided to go ahead and stow some uh, oh. stuff there. I'll see and raise you one. It turns out that all those documents have already been scanned and are in another Hunter Biden laptop that was just discovered. It was just discovered uh, at the bottom of the Potomac River, shrink wrapped and kept waterproof. So we're going to be able to see exactly what Hunter Biden scanned and tried to make the president look bad by scanning the documents, then having them sent down to south florida it so. wasn't hermetically sealed in a, in a mayonnaise jar under a bridge somewhere in santa monica or something that was, that's not what Duncan it was wagner's porch no sir no sir <laughs> but uh, I, again i just don't see i don't know i, but, I can't understand see, but, how they but, have a defense but what, whatever i like the timing on this yeah 
I do. I like the timing on things like this coming out, albeit with the warning that, of course, nothing matters. Nobody cares. No one will be moved. No one will change their mind about Donald Trump because of X. Um, uh, since the drawing of the, the line of I can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, that's been eclipsed many, many times. So many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, MAGA King, home of the whopping bad insult. Jeez. Uh, have you heard Biden? He's calling Trump the MAGA King, thinking that somehow. MAGA King is funny. <laughs> all right. First of all, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't already printed up the T-shirts and are laughing about it. And, and Trump would be thrilled. He's, he can call himself. He would love that. You can't. Well, this is it where I. It doesn't work. This is, it this, doesn't work. It doesn't this work. is where I land on your side a little bit because you, he's kind of trying to play Donald Trump's game with the stupid nicknames and stuff. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't play his game because you should just leave that alone. But, you know, Matt, you can do all sorts of things with Lion King. When you start with MAGA King, right? You can you can do like a fake knockoff of that logo and shit. But that's, can, but that's so old. That was like the first week of Trump being in office. He was the Lion King. You, can, <laughs> you, you can't do that. And by the way, the former guy, to me, is so vanilla and generic that it it defies parody. It just is. It's, it's a truthful thing that isn't really that funny that is everybody knows who you're talking about. I like just former guy. The former guy, was, that, it was good because he drops him. He drops it a couple of weeks ago in some sort of press conference somewhere. He goes, oh man, I really miss that former guy. He just kind of shakes his head and does it. Is, it is very dismissive and it's very yeah, reductive. It's and it reminds you, yeah. the word former means not now, you are of the past. And, and and I like that. I just I, think I, that I, I think the the Ma the MAGA thing as a way to kind of have, of wrap up and put a bow on the crazy ass cult members of Trump. I, I don't think that's a bad thing per se. And to call them out for being radicals and stuff, I think that that works. Um, but yeah, the the MAGA thing thing is is too cute by half, probably. Um, and I don't know if that was in a, it. It also feels contrived. It also feels like it came. Hey, let's go through a pitch meeting. What are we going to call him? Uh, we'll call him this. We'll call him this. Oh, MAGA King. Uh, yes, that's it. We all voted on that one. That's where we're going to go. With. I mean, it, it kind of feels like that. It kind of feels it's a little on the nose. It's a little contrived. You know, it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like uh, spontaneous or anything like that, that to me. Mm. All right. Um, another topic. Mama, don't take my Bitcoin away. You see, there was once a song by a guy named Paul Simon. His mama don't take my. Sorry. It's a it's a Kodachrome. He had to write to Kodak Corporation to get permission to use it. I don't even know. All right, so, um, crypto mm -hmm. was certainly flagged as peak crypto when you watched the Super Bowl and you saw all the crypto ads, and they're. They're playing in a which is a crypto arena? Which that is that would be uh, the one in Los Angeles, formerly known as the Staples Center, Brad. Staples. All right. Um, and who is is that? Crypto.com. What the hell? Who who it's who's Crypto.com. And from what I understand, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Chinese money in that thing. That's, I think that's the one that Matt Damon did the commercial for, and he got paid a shit ton of 
something. I don't know if it was dollars. I don't know if it was crypto. No, I don't that's know the funny thing. He he did get paid in dollars. He's yeah. getting slammed. There you go. Because he's not stupid. That's correct. He's <laughs> he, not. He stupid. wanted money. He 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 wanted that. Uh, just for reference point for for a non crypto traders and fans who don't pay attention. In the last seven days, twenty five percent of the entire global crypto market has gone poof, gone. See ya. Uh, which means uh, a lot of crypto billionaires are now crypto millionaires, and some crypto millionaires are crypto thousandaires, and some crypto thousandaires are crypto zero heirs, and, and some small time, you know, obviously. A lot of people now are underwater in their in their crypto thing, but See. it's been pointed out that a, a crypto has lost. I think eighty. I think the statistic is it's gone down eighty percent about eight or nine times in the last ten years. It's just some stunning amount of uh, times that it, it, it it's crashed like this, and it always comes back and it always comes back until you're the one that's in it and then it never comes back right and you're well i don't uh, you're living in a cardboard box i don't know i don't i don't don't necessarily have a lot of sympathy for the the smart ass trust fund you know ivy league crowd that they're just so smart and way smarter than you and you guys are idiots for trading bonds or whatever you're doing i'm going to be over here in cryptoville and some of those guys are getting spanked i don't care but i think the the, the dumbasses who got like, I'm going to just convert my entire 401k into crypto. I mean, <laughs> that I, I, uh, I feel badly. Well, for that was about, yeah, that was about a month ago that Fidelity said, uh, we're going to make the uh, plans that we administer. If the owner of the company says, OK, we're going to make it so that uh, some of your 401k money can be uh, put into crypto. I don't even want to use the word invested in crypto. See that? That's a way of softening what you're doing. I mean, I don't know how you call this an investment when it can move, you know, this violently. Although a lot of stocks have moved just as violently in the last few weeks and months, I get that. Um, but that commercial with LeBron James and his kid is so irritating, <laughs> and now it's ten times more irritating. We're going to the league. We're going to the league. And it's, for, it's for crypto. Um, it's terrible. So, you know, that 98% of people who are losing money now are not rich hedge fund children who, uh, it doesn't matter. There are a lot of people who I can guarantee you did not follow the advice of uh, anybody from Warren Buffett, who of course said he wouldn't take uh, all the crypto in the world for $25. He's not interested in it. That he's he's totally against it versus more conventional wisdom, which is if you're going to do it, one percent, two percent, maybe if you want to go wacky, five percent as a hedge kind of thing. Those aren't the people that are that are sitting there today. Probably, there, I guarantee you, Britt, there are people that went half seas, that went seventy-five percent. This is it. This is the one. This is good. This is it, Alice. We're going to be rich. Kind yeah. of thing. There's all so much of that, and you can see the way it's advertised that, that that's what it is. That's what it well, is. You're watching the NBA playoffs a lot. There's a there's a lot of advertising for various crypto yeah. products on the NBA. Of 
Yeah, it's it's so many so many that I don't even know what they are. I don't, well, I know. Like, does this bug you when when something comes on, and you don't even quite know what you're being advertised? I you, think you don't even the, know what the product is. I think the one that Steph Curry is pitching for. I think it's like an ETF that trades crypto. That's as far as I can tell you about any of it. I mean, but the rest of it, no. And I've seen. Finally, there are some people who know this stuff and some mathematicians, computer scientists who have studied blockchain and are going, Look, this is nonsense. This is not a thing. I don't know how they fooled this many people. Aren't we, aren't we near? Isn't there going to be some sort of a movie or something? Or wasn't the anniversary of, of Guyana, of, jo- of Jonestown? Didn't that just come up recently? Uh, th- there are a lot of people who have studied this thing are way smarter than I am about blockchain and computer science and math that are going... This shit that's been pitched to you is not real. Whatever you think you're buying, it's 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 a black box, pal. So I I, I continue to be extremely skeptical of the whole thing. If it is a thing, it appears to be one of the greatest gifts to organized crime and terrorism that's ever been. Right? Untraceable funds able to shift across uh, national lines in an instant. Correct. Well, yeah, but I. I think what you think you know and what I think I know may become largely irrelevant if these markets freeze up and uh, they're unable to be uh, liquid. And when you go to your phone, to your account, suddenly it says zero when you didn't do anything. And you go, where's my money? And you don't have any kind of protection like you do in a uh, bank account or if you have your your stocks with uh, a a brand name brokerage. If, the, if, if a Morgan Stanley or um, a TD Ameritrade, if they go under, you don't lose your money because your money right. is not with them. It's with a third party. So those protections are not in place for crypto. And so if that kind of loss occurs on a, on a mass scale, and it hasn't happened yet, but they're talking about it. The companies are ta- Coinbase is, is, is talking about the, the possibility that uh, you might lose all your money if our company were to go bankrupt. Why? I'm, I'm not investing in the building and the, and the employees and, and the company. I'm, I'm, I'm buying and I'm exchanging to get a, a, a financial product. So it's, it could be real trouble. I could be wrong about this. No, and I by the way, right. I think it, could also, it could also go right back up to 60000 where that was the peak of several months ago. It's in the, I guess, in the twenties now. So more than half is, is gone. And, um, full disclosure, yeah. full disclosure. Let me check. You got some exposure. I do have some exposure. And and, you know, I, I thought, I thought I was uh, doing the the smarter thing. I, uh, and this was one of the, I bought some of this about four months ago. Uh, I did buy Coinbase, the stock, the stock, all right. And at this moment, are you ready? And, and I've never seen this in my life. I'm looking at my thing right now. You can't see it. My Coinbase quote unquote investment is down 72.83%. <laughs> and I'm, I'm laughing about it because, of course, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and it's, it's so bad that it's got to be good at some point. So I'm not going to sell. There's not much money left there. <laughs> it's, uh, there it's, it's not just a dead cat bounce. It's a rotten, like, skeleton, yeah. cat skeleton bounce that you're looking for at this yeah, point. And, and no, it's not It's not 1%. It, it's probably you know, one half of one-tenth of – I mean, it's yeah. nothing. It's, it's not a thing. This feels like – 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, this entire movement feels like the Macarena. It feels like 25 years from now, we're going to be like, why did, I don't know why we did that. I don't know well, why we were dancing to that. How many years did they keep playing the Macarena at the baseball games? It oh. lasted a long time. Yeah, but then eventually you got to a point where, like, that was a huge mistake. I don't know what we were thinking. Let's let's stop. It feels like leisure suits. You know, it's like at some point you go, I don't I don't know why we wore those things. Mayor Jackets. I it seemed like a good idea at the time. I don't know why we did that. I just don't. And I, I feel like that's going to happen. And I feel terrible if there, you know, if there's some joker out there, he had 50 grand in a retirement account and he decided, well, hey, I'm going to jump on this thing. And then, you know, now he's done. He's washed. He's down to zero. He's got to work as a Walmart greeter till he's 88 years old. I mean, I feel, I feel badly for those people for sure, but holy shit, this thing looks so fake and so, uh, it's just not believable to me. It's just not. I mean, it, well, the thing about it, if you felt that way about it most of the way through, which I think you have, um, this just follows the script. It's the same every time. It's just a different product. It's a different idea. This is the big one. This one you can't look away from. This This is the real deal. This is changing the world. Everything is is changing the world it's it's uh elizabeth holmes i'm going to change the world and if you don't want to get on board yeah what's wrong with you everybody is steve jobs everybody is bill gates everybody no. is elon musk and if you don't get it then the problem isn't me it's you and that's how they're selling crypto right all no. these commercials are how dumb are you to not be on board with this this is a can't yeah lose down 72 this is the you know, the people who you know, the people who thought that but you use the the apt analogy Elizabeth Holmes yeah you got to get on board well yeah every time you have some joker like Elizabeth Holmes or the WeWork guys or you know Enron or whatever and they're selling and by the you, way when you look at the when you look at the people she talked yeah. into giving her money oh my god oh my god she had con you know Walgreens the guys at Walgreens who were supposed to be like super smart she fucking con those guys she con CVS anybody she I, con I she wish con. I wish we could hear. I wish we could uh, uh, get the real story on how Rupert Murdoch wrote her. Was it a hundred million? Yeah. Check. I mean, she must have just blown him right there. Possibly. In the don't you think? I mean, it's got to be that. What the Possibly. fuck? He's Rupert Murdoch, a guy who can make pretty savvy decisions about business and has been. And no one right now is saying he's too that he's out of it. He's not. So this was ten years ago, probably. Mm -hmm. That he wrote her a gigantic Rupert Murdoch is one of the. I, I mean, I'd, I'd blow him for that kind of money, but you know, geez, I don't think he would want me to. But it's you know, the, every time you Great. have next. By the way, next time you run for office, this clip is going to get used against you, uh, Rupert Mr. Murdoch. He said he would, he would blow Rupert Murdoch for a vote. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got a price. I mean, this is, really, this is going to be a revolutionary idea. Oh, that's what I have to do to fund it? Well, here we go. Uh, yeah, Didn't I mean, uh, General Mad Dog Mattis, did, wasn't he one of the uh, investors also? There yeah, a lot of there, people like that. There were, they, she, she rooked a lot of people into this thing. She rooked a lot. But there, there's, she's not, I mean, that's not the only example. The WeWork guy. How many of those, how many of the, those Wall Street, very smart, way too smart for you? Way smarter than you stupid ass uh, investors out on Main Street. He rooked a lot of people out of a lot of money. The, the Enron guys, idea. the Enron guys kept lying and lying and lying and lying. Oh, this is a great corporate. You got to do this. And they, they went tits up. I, I think we got to start a new idea. We're going to call it We Don't Work. <laughs>
and there's a there's a there's a there's a couple huge. documentaries about that one too about how many really super smart people were not that smart when it comes to that shit but yeah i don't i'm sorry i can't buy into it maybe i again and I'll, I'll miss out on my opportunity to retire when I'm 55 and live in Antigua or something. But uh, we we got one more. This is a follow up to yesterday as we were talking um, about Kathy Barnett, the uh, person who wants to be the Republican nominee for Senate in Pennsylvania, and she's uh, in the final three, clearly with uh, Doctor Oz and the rich guy. Dave McCormick, although I think Oz may have as much money as McCormick. They're both really, really rich. And so Oz goes on uh, Fox Business, a rare appearance on a, on a Fox uh, property there by Dr. Yeah. Oz. It's the only, how did, how the only place him? he goes. What a get. The only place he talks, right? He's one of those. Um, he says he and his campaign have learned a lot about Kathy Barnett in the last few days, and they are scared. Everybody's worried. We're concerned as Republicans. She attacked George Washington, founder of the country. Yeah. She, okay, George Washington wasn't a founder of the country. Mm -hmm. He was the first president. He was a general who led our forces during the war. But okay, Dr. You, Oz, you're you, born in Turkey. Why would you know? You shut your foul left-wing mouth. He was the father of our country. And I learned well, that when I was eight, and that's it. So she attacked George Washington, this according to Oz, Oz speaking. She, at the same time, wanted to build a statue to Barack Obama. She? She's been saying stuff that's just nonsensical. She said things that are going to make her very difficult to elect in a general election. You know what? When another candidate goes down that road, you know they're seeing some survey information, some research that says – Guess what? She out crazied you. She yeah. fucking out yeah. crazied you, and you don't know what to do. So attack her on race. And you don't do it by attacking her. You say she wanted to build a statue to Barack Obama. And you know who wants to build statues to Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> so she describes herself, of course, as an ultra MAGA candidate. She's moving up in the polls, yeah. and and off we go. And um, if she does get the nomination for Senate, and Republicans have this tendency, sometimes depending on time and place, to really embrace the nuttiest of the nutty, the craziest of the crazy. We don't know. So bring her on. She's She's equivalent to some of those candidate what was her name christine o'donnell remember she was the oh yeah the, the witch the, yeah the, the witch one from uh maryland from delaware she was it yeah, maryland or, yeah yeah, Del yeah i think you're right but it, yeah i remember that yeah. that was crazy i mean it, it's the, not the, a the crazy guy that crazy guy out in missouri the uh legitimate rape guy remember oh, him? yeah yeah roy moore yeah. i mean there you have good people judge like roy that. Moore. oh yeah you can't forget him so we apologize judge moore would leave you off the list <laughs> I mean, of, isn't of but isn't this good news for Democrats to have the the Republicans yes, going? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm Brent, I'm going up there this weekend to campaign for her. <laughs> and, and you know, you know, she she didn't have any uh, outside money, no PAC money, but now she does. And the people that are throwing money at her, it's that club for growth. Those are the same people, I believe, that are backing here where we are, Ted Budd. Okay, so <laughs> when they see a a, a piece of shit. <laughs> that that, that uh, 
uh, is satisfying to them. They're in all the way. They're wasn't, in all the way. Wasn't that Chocula guy? Wasn't he the guy that was in Club for Growth? Wasn't he leading that thing at one point in time? Chris Chocula, former uh, right-wing crazy-ass uh, representative. But, but no one's ever a former <laughs> in that world. They're forever. It's, it's, it's Hotel California, right? Yeah, don't, don't insult them that way. All right. Uh, we, we got it done. I got to go. Uh, uh, let, me, let me check to see. See how my coin base is doing here. It's doing real it should well. be down 80, 80% by now. 74.48% down. Again, I got to go with the Warren Buffett on this one. If you can't explain what it is or what it does, don't buy it. I mean, that's, to me, that's like the simplest, easiest. Like, if you can't do that, then, that, then that was, that's always been Warren Buffett's thing, right? That's always been his mantra. If you can't explain to me what this is or what it does, I'm, I'm staying away. Oh, it's easy for you to say. Sure. It's easy for him to say. 